You're listening to Healthcare's Missing Logic Podcast, episode number 35. The focus of today's episode is on taking care of self as a leader and taking care of others, such as your staff. In a healthy healing organization, both are equally important and leveraged. Stay tuned. Hi, healthcare leaders. I'm Tracy Christofferson. And I'm Michelle Trosett. We're your hosts for Healthcare's Missing Logic podcast, and we are so grateful you joined us today. You're about to see healthcare problems and challenges through a brand new lens and take your leadership to a whole new level with this podcast. We've coached healthcare leaders from across North America for over 30 years as they strive to establish healthy healing organizations and thriving work cultures. This is the only podcast that shows healthcare leaders how to apply polarity thinking the missing logic in healthcare to their reoccurring challenges so they can stop wasting time, money, and resources on fixes that fail. If you want to create a healthy healing organization where staff and leaders thrive and perform at their highest level, where values are aligned, outcomes are sustainable, and the highest quality of care is delivered, then this podcast is for you. Keep listening. Each week, you're going to learn how to leverage a polarity mindset and manage competing priorities as we use a polarity lens to explore everyday challenges with the leaders who are striving to manage them. We're thrilled you're here. Tracy and I have been leveraging a polarity mindset to combat burnout and be balanced and resilient as healthcare leaders for over 15 years now. If you're burned out or tired of feeling overwhelmed by competing priorities, overworked, and stuck or lost and want to thrive as a leader and perform at the highest level in every meaningful aspect of your work and personal life, this approach might be for you. This spring, we will be offering a new online group coaching program to teach and coach healthcare leaders how to live on purpose, prioritize competing demands, and develop balance and resilience in their work and personal lives using our dynamic balance framework. Before you listen to this podcast, go to www.missinglogic.com forward slash podcast and join the early interest list on the top of the page so you can be the first to get all the details. Well, hello, everybody. This is Tracy. And Michelle. Welcome back. Yes. Today, today's a special day. Today, we're going to talk about self and other. And we're going to talk about this in context of self as a leader and other as the staff, the individuals that you support on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. And, uh, you know, this is, it's a really important time, I think, Michelle, to have this conversation. I couldn't agree more. There's a, it's a challenging time, right? And, um, and we know there's a lot of emphasis on the staff right now on clinicians with, you know, what's happening with burnout and depression and all of the myriad of things that are going on and, um, and some of those challenges. And there's a national call to address burnout and, um, and to combat that. But, you know, I think um, we want to make sure we're thinking about the leaders in this whole burnout scenario as well. Oh, yeah, because they're holding a tremendous amount right now. They are. They're carrying mm-hmm. a big burden, and it's going to pile on. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. going to be a lot more. And they care so much, right, mm-hmm. about their staff. And, 
So we really wanted to kind of um, just give a little attention to this uh, in this episode. And we've talked about self and other before. And, uh, you know, we have a few different episodes on self and other, and it shows up in a lot of different ways. And that's why we're talking about it again today. Yep. But, yep. you know, we did a, an initial episode, it was episode number five, where um, Dr. Diane Bradley was with us. And she talked about her experience as a physician and a corporate leader in self and other. And then we also um, had an episode, oh, episode just before that was number four, which is on caregiver needs and care recipient needs with Dr. Aaron Kraft Ottebacher. That was an awesome episode. And of course, then that was, you know, had a whole different focus mm-hmm. than what uh, Dr. Bradley had talked about. And then you and I did another episode, episode 14, that was just kind of really a general context overall, you know, global approach to self and other, mm-hmm. kind of more broad. Yeah. Why it's so important. Yeah. Yeah. So today we're going to narrow in and look at the leader and staff. Yes. Yeah, and so we, this whole combating burnout, you know, it really belongs to everybody, right? It's not one certain role, one certain person. Um, but what we do know is the attention is going to be on the leaders to address this. And um, and we all probably have experienced people in our lives that have done this very well, balancing self and others. And we've also have been around people that have not been well balanced, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's really important when it comes to leader, leadership and managing burnout. And um, we know that there's long to-do lists. There's a lot of pressure, a lot of competing priorities. And just to add one more checkbox of, hey, you got to fix burnout overwhelming. So our whole intention on this podcast is it starts with you. And if you don't take care of yourself, there's no way you can really help your staff. And in the long run, you're just going to burn out yourself, right? Well, and some of them are flames. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, you can only take so much. Right. Right. And uh, some of them are already talking about that they're burned out, mm-hmm. right? So, you know, some may already be at that level. Yeah. So it's a both and, you and your staff, and not an either or. So that right there helps you, like, sit up, pay attention, and what am I doing for both? And, you know, there's not a lot, you know, when we read the the report from the National Academies of Medicine around the clinician burnout, um, there's not a lot in the literature yet. There's not a lot of evidence around the interventions and what to do. Mm-hmm. So on top of, well, you know, get busy. Let's take care of this. It's like there's not a lot of direction either, right? So mm-hmm. that can be feel very overwhelming. And it's just so real. I mean, this challenge is so real. Mm-hmm. And um, you may not really know what to do or how to support them. Um, and, you know... And taking on one more thing is a whole lot. So the bandwidth is just not there, right? Mm -hmm, Right. So the current realities is just all of those things, you know, the competing priorities, the constant state of change, the not enough time and resources, and and then you're not operating at your highest level. And um, clinicians need role models, right, for this. So you got to take care of you, and in that process, Mm -hmm. learn. What does this mean? What does that look like, right, so that then you can be that role model, for your staff, and you have a better understanding, right, of what it takes and what it's going to take in the organization to help. Right, right. and you can also be a role model for your peers, your other leaders that right. are around you, right? It always helps to have a shining example on the team. Sure, sure. 
So why is this so important to you? (laughs) Wow, that's a loaded question. Well, that's a great question. Why is this so important to you as a leader? So we have to manage this tension between self and other. And so it is great to sit back and say, why is this so important? Right? Well, when you put it in the context of a polarity of a both and, we always look at what, why do they coexist, right? Why do these two poles coexist, mm-hmm. taking care of self and taking care of others? And um, it's really to, to have a healthy healing organization where we can all thrive and work together. And it's good for me as a leader and it's good for the staff. It's our true north of what we're trying to achieve. And so um, it is in that co creation where the magic happens. So it does start with self, right? Kind well, of the- yeah. And what we learned a long time ago, right? So always starts with you. Yes. Always. <laughs> the individual. That starts with each person, no matter who you are, leader or in a staff role. Um, but so put your oxygen mask on first, do your own reflection, become self-aware. How well am I managing this? Do I have a problem managing this? You know, what are the signs and symptoms that I'm not managing it well? And uh, really being aware of that, you know, and asking others if you're not managing it well is, you know, is really important too. And what's at risk is um, is uh, going down in flames, <laughs> right? Right, and bringing others with you, or um, you know, just recognizing that you could be in the same place six months from now, a year from now, if you don't really get a handle on this and or worse, put action in place, right, or worse, yeah. To be worse off. So yeah, um, you, yeah, having that true north to know why is uh, can be very motivating, right? And uh, there's you know there's a lot of positive outcomes too. So when you think about it, I mean that's the biggest thing, right? We have the healthy healing organization, mm-hmm. but we know there's a lot of upsides to doing both of these, and to you know to really making sure that you have that attention on them. So when you think about self. And really what the positive outcomes of giving that attention to yourself as a leader, um, you know, there's some great things like, you know, having a prioritized and well-managed workload, right? Like when you're taking care of you and focusing on what you need to do to do your job well, right, and to support the team, then you can have a prioritized and well-managed workload. The other thing is you feel more resilient and you have that, you have a positive Mm -hmm. sense of well-being. And Mm -hmm. if you have a positive sense, right, that, that that shows up in everything you do and how you are with the staff as well. And then your energy is up and you're able to meet the expectations because you have more energy and, you know, you are a role model for others, for the Mm -hmm. staff, for other leaders, as you said earlier. So yeah, fill your own tank first. Mm -hmm. So those are a lot of reasons to right that you would want. Those are the things you'd want to achieve if you gave attention to yourself. Exactly. And um, there's a lot of positives and upsides for, um, you know, really giving to your staff, too, and making sure their needs are met. And uh, first of all, it's just that positive work environment. You know, you just walk in the door and, you know, the staff is in a very positive state and you can just feel it in the air. Um, Their workplace relationships are positive and um, you can... You know, that's why we're here. We're here to work together and to really serve patients. And the quality of care, it goes up mm-hmm. when you are really focusing on them as well. And productivity is much better. You know when you're in a good place. Yes, right? you do. Yeah, you do. And you know when you're not. And uh, And you know that 
in the organization, you know that in yourself, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Yep. You know when you're kind of not in a good spot, right? And um, so there is a downside if you give yourself too much attention, right? If you, if you are over-focused on just taking care of you, there's a downside to that. We know that. And that looks like, you know, um, staff will have a poor work experience because there's no support, no, no attention uh, for them to do what they need to do. You're kind of just in your own bubble taking care of you. Um, workplace relationships really suffer or, or decline. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's not uh, something that you want necessarily either, right? And then the quality of care can also decline and suffer if they don't have the resources or they're not getting the attention or the support that they need to carry out you know, their roles. And of course, um, productivity can decline as well. Mm-hmm. They're just not, you know, not motivated or inspired and they're not, they're not aligned, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. work. Yeah. And if we overfocus on the team, you know, our team or our staff, um, then we can get into trouble then too, because it's easy to get overwhelmed and not even manage your own workload, you know? So it kind of puts you in a tailspin, right? Because you're out of control. <laughs> you're worried about <laughs> everyone else, but yourself, you know, and then all of a sudden you look in the mirror and you go, Oh my God, I'm burned out. <laughs> That's right. That's you know, right. and, um, and then you're not any good when you're just exhausted and burned out and you don't have the energy to meet expectations. Um, and it actually can get pretty dark when, if you are really overextended worrying about everybody else and not yourself. And I think equally important is the staff does not have a good role model. Right. Right. It's um, so you're not setting a good example and they're watching you. Right. So Mm -hmm. it impacts their decisions as well. So it's not good. No, no, it's not. As healthcare leaders, we feel it's pretty safe to say that you're a leader because you want to make a difference or contribute to something larger than yourself. And as a human being, you want to enjoy your life and get the most from it. But you always feel the constant tension and tug between these two important aspects of your life. That's why we've created the Making a Difference in Enjoying Life Assessment. So you can identify how well you're managing this tension and gain some insights into your own steps for managing it more effectively. It only takes a few minutes to complete, so take advantage of this unique opportunity and go to www.missinglogic.com forward slash podcast and click on the link at the top of the page to take the assessment. So we really need to manage this tension, right? That that just naturally sits between these two. And, you know, I know we sound like a broken record around this, but it really is about being very um, conscious about mm-hmm. what you're doing and giving attention to both. And we know this is a dynamic thing. Right. Right. This isn't about 50-50. Okay, 50% of my time on me, 50% of my time on the staff. Let's calculate it out. Come yeah. on, let's get it perfect. Exactly. Right. No, it, it's a dynamic, right? right. You're going to have a, a crazy day on the unit. You're going to need to be there with the staff or something major is going to happen in the organization or to give a lot of attention to the employees, to the staff. Some days not, right? Like, mm-hmm. so you're going to have to flex and, and, you know, be dynamic with this attention. But the point is, identify some action steps that you can take on both sides, right? Mm-hmm. So that you're getting those positive outcomes that we just talked about and, um, and do them and stick to them, right? So a couple of action steps for taking care of self as a leader. And again, we're back to the, you know, just keeping, keeping it real on what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Leaders, right? Mm-hmm. As yeah. self. 
um, gain some clarity on your purpose and your priorities. So, you know, you can focus your attention on those priorities. We've got lots of stuff happening, lots of little tiny pebbles. What are the big rocks, right? right? What are the big rocks that are going to make the biggest difference for you? And really make sure that you're aligned, that what you're doing is aligned to your purpose as well. And then focus on um, personal and professional balance. So, you know, you're a leader, that's a professional component, but also as an individual, right? And some balancing there as well. You do have a life. Yeah, hopefully. (laughs) (laughs) And then, you know, develop some rituals and habits like at home or at work. So... Tracy, give our listeners an example of a habit or ritual that you do to help with self. Okay. So one of the things that I do is I have time. I have my quiet time every morning. Mm -hmm. So the first thing I do after I get my cup of coffee, (laughs) (laughs) of course, right, is I just have my personal time, right, to just reflect on things, just quiet time to get myself prepared for the day. You know, I do some reading. I might do a little learning. I journal, right? But I have a very specific mm-hmm. routine that I follow every morning. It just gets me grounded and centered and prepared for the day and in a positive mindset. Mm-hmm. Right? Seven so days a week you do that? I do that wow. every morning so that I can, you know, engage in the day very intentionally. Right. Sets my intention for yeah. who I want to be that day. Awesome. Now, it doesn't mean everything goes away. I think it's going to go. <laughs> <laughs> I have to adjust, but at least I can adjust, right? Yeah. It, makes, it helps me be flexible. Sure, sure. Yeah. And then when it comes to action steps for others, um, you know, I think one of the things we learned back in episode number 26, when we talked about empathy, right, for yeah. staff, yeah. was just be present. Yeah. Sometimes, you know what, that's the biggest one action mm-hmm. you can take. Yep. Just be present with them where they're at and whatever's happening, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, the other thing is just dialogue with them. Have conversations. Um, you know, it's a leader's responsibility to know the reality. And you don't know if you're not asking, if you're right. not talking with them and hearing them. So just really listening and being present. And then, um, you know, strengthen or establish infrastructures that can help, like, with shared decision-making, right? So engaging right. them and... Um, that's a that's a great way to really kind of support them is to give them voice mm-hmm. and to help them be a part of the decisions that need to be made. So whatever, you know, if you have an infrastructure for that or you don't, take a look at that. And then being mindful of the needs of others. So I think the message here is just that everybody's got a story. Right. And you don't have a clue what that story mm-hmm. is most mm-hmm. of the time. Right. Yeah. And uh, so we're all carrying around stuff. So just be aware of that. And I think that's just, you know, have an open heart. Yep. And yep. just know, just right? check we, in with We've them. all got yep. a story, and we're all carrying weights. Mm-hmm. So that have, think, you know, have to do with work and have not to do with work. So, yeah. and then just be vigilant. Just be monitoring yourself, right? And um, and others and the staff, right? You kind of have a sense of what the downsides of not having enough attention on either poll looks like. And just be aware when those things kind of start to creep in and, Take action immediately, like reflect, course correct. Yep. So what happens if uh, we don't pay attention to this? Well, if we don't act, if we don't manage this tension, it's 100% predictable that we're going to fail, right? That we're going to end up in those downsides and our deeper fear of living in an unhealthy, stressful work culture. And who wants that, right? Pretty soon you don't even want to go to work at all. 
well, wherever, that, wherever that is for you. Well, and that's the gift of knowing this. Right. It is. Right. We're not just talking. Mm-hmm. This is 100% predictable. We know. We can tell you exactly what is going to happen if you don't take the action simultaneously. Yep. So let's go over some of our teaching points that we've covered. Um, when we look at self and other within the context of leadership and staff, um, it's not an either or choice, right? We have to do both. So we have to put those action steps in place that Tracy talked about. There's no silver bullet. There's no quick fix. This is something we have to manage over the long haul. And what I always do is trial and error too. Like, let's try this. Let's see if this helps me. You know, let's see if this works. And you're just always monitoring that um, and making those conscious choices. Uh, you know, it's on both sides, self and other, and engage others to help you monitor. How am I doing? And that's where it helps to know the early warning signs so that if you don't notice it, you can even have a buddy like nudge you and say, you better get some me time this weekend, right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, because they see things you don't see. Right. And they see them sooner than you see them. Right. Right? So that always helps. And, you know, uh, nobody's in this alone. Everybody's experience is kind of unique to them, but... Staff can help each other. Mm-hmm. You, you know, as a leader, you and your peers can help each other. You mm-hmm. know, so lean in and and move through it together, right? Versus by yourself. I think that's excellent. Um, so you know, before we close, we just have a few questions for you. Just want you to step back and really think about this. Take a few minutes to reflect. You know, what are you experiencing right now when it comes to taking care of yourself as a leader? or taking care and supporting the staff, like kind of what is that, what does that picture look like right now to you? And then the other thing is, you know, if it's, uh, if it's not going so well, mm-hmm. really think about what's that costing you? What's it costing the staff to continue in the way that you're, that you're going, right? Right. Um, it's always good to know what's at risk, what's it costing you? And then think about what are the gains, right? If we, if we do shift this, if we do, you know, if you are um, more diligent and more conscious about taking actions in both both sides of this, right? And, you know, moving that tension in yeah. a positive direction. Recognizing when you need to course correct. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, some, something else, too, to really think about is what do you gain by not taking action? Because there's always a gain, right? There's always something you're getting out of not acting. Whether you're, you know, you're you're protecting yourself in some way. Sometimes it's keeping yourself in your comfort zone or, you know, but just really reflect on that question because there's always something to be gained. You're always having, there's always some advantage to not acting mm-hmm. for yourself personally. So just think about that. Yeah. I always. Those are great uh, questions. Yeah. So just uh, reflect. Think about it. Think about this in the context of your organization, your environment, your experience. Your team, yep. Yeah, and we just encourage you to create a little plan for yourself and move on forward. Sounds great, Tracy. Let's go practice some self and other. All right. See you next time. (laughs) Bye-bye. Don't forget to go to missinglogic.com slash podcast and join the early interest list so you can be the first to get all the details on the new online group coaching program we will be offering to help healthcare leaders combat burnout, live on purpose, and develop balance and resilience in their work and personal lives.
Thanks as always for listening to Healthcare's Missing Logic podcast. We'd love to hear and answer your questions. If you have questions, you can email us at questions at missinglogic.com and we may include your question in a future episode. You can find show notes and links at our website, www.missinglogic.com forward slash podcast. If you're the kind of leader who wants to help others, then share this podcast with your peers and other healthcare leaders. We're certain if you found value in it, they will too. Please share this on your social media channels and leave us a review in iTunes. If you don't know how to leave a review, you can find instructions on our website at www.missinglogic.com forward slash podcast.